This is Attempting to Adult. I'm Raquel. And I'm Ashley. And our second official (laughs) real episode is going to be about college. This episode was what we originally had in mind for the first episode, but then we were both feeling anxious as hell. So (laughs) we needed to have that little venting session, get it out of the way. But it worked out nicely because Ashley was just with her college friends. So the feelings of college are strong and fresh. <laughs> yes, the the thinking cap is on. I'm wearing my West Virginia hat just for this episode. But um, I was with friends, two friends from my sorority up in Virginia. They are both at a more advanced level of adulting. One just had a baby and one just got a brand new house. Oh, yeah. That so, is. right. So we're celebrating and I was the fun aunt and the apartment liver. Um, but we basically were reminiscing about how we met um, in our sorority, but also why we picked the college. We all three of us went to West Virginia University. Go Mountaineers. Um, we loved it. But I don't think any of the three of us picked it for our program. I mean, I, I kind of did and I ended up switching my major. Um, but a, I think the three of us picked it because of the environment of the school. And that's a pretty big reason a lot of people pick colleges but it's not the only reason and I know I've only been to one college but Raquel has been to two for her undergrad Mm -hmm. so I was you know wanting to talk about college and just start off with how we picked the school that we picked and you know mine was a lot for the distance away from home and the (laughs) the the school life and the environment but it wasn't so much for the program maybe it should have been but it wasn't um what was yours I mean why did you pick where you went the first time the first time that sounds right, terrible I know. but your well, first go around no I know well like I'm trying to reminisce too and I think I mentioned this before but um everyone kept telling me like when you know the college you know like mm-hmm. you get that feeling that was me you just know like well good for you because I went to yeah. a million colleges I also just had a hard time like I was really stuck in this idea of like high school. I loved my high school friends. I loved Mm. high school. Like I really thrived. So to move on to college was kind of challenging for me in general. So like every college I went to, I was very like, "Mm, I don't like it. Mm." And then finally, I went to this one college. um, And I don't know, I convinced myself I had this feeling, which I don't understand why truly, the college is so bleak. <laughs> like, I really don't mean to like shit on it. But it really <laughs> What was the name is... of the college again so that they can know yeah, that they're just bleak. So everyone knows <clears throat> Iona College in my bleak. full opinion is bleak. <laughs> it is um very simple. I mean, there's no campus truly. I mean, maybe it's gotten bigger. I imagine it has over the years. But It was in the city. So, you know, think urban, (laughs) you know, there's no like campus with like fields or outdoors. Fields? Okay. Okay. You know, I get it. Football fields or anything. Like we had a rugby field because instead of a football team, we had a rugby team because we were the Irish. Um, so it was a whole thing. I don't know, but games, right. Well, I was like, Oh, the college life could be maybe something fun with rugby games. Nope. No games at night. So Mm. no night drinking. It was all day drinking, but you know, which can be definitely the vibe. Right. But once you start, you can't, it's very hard. I have some friends that can do both, but for me, it is one one or the other. One or the other. If I'm day drinking, that's a commitment. (laughs) And 
that's the commitment. Right. <laughs> there's no both. Like it's not, there's no puke and rally or whatever the saying used to be. LOL. Not that's definitely not a thing for me either. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I picked Iona because for some reason I convinced myself that it was the one for me. Um, and for two years I went there and completely blacked out. Don't mind my dog. Right. Your dogs also think it's bleak and are are pissed that you picked that. Yeah. Now, was Iona close to your hometown? Do you think that had a factor? Um, I don't know if it necessarily had a factor because it wasn't very close. It was like an hour and a half to two hour drive because it was um, in New York. So I was in Jersey. So it, it was a drive. Definitely like something I could easily go home for, but nothing crazy close. Okay. Or, you so know. that didn't play a role into it? No, because I did apply to other colleges. Like one of the colleges that I applied to, which truly was fully 100% for my ex-boyfriend because he applied and mm. um, I was like, I'll go there too, which I low-key do wish that I got into. I forget what it was called. Eastern Carolina or something. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think I looked at that too. Oh, my God. I w- like, I, I, for some reason, I wasn't looking at the full package of what college could offer me. I wasn't thinking about it. Yes, I, yeah. Um, but it seems like you were. Like, you saw that full scale. And- right. Well, yeah. So, for me, I didn't want to stay in my hometown. In fact, I was furious when, like, three other students decided to go to that college because I just wanted to start over and not know anybody. And I completely didn't want to be in that hometown. I was over it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had a completely different outlook on my college, I think, picking because of that, where you liked your high school. I was like, I'm over this. I should have looked at academics a bit more. I looked at it more for football and Greek life and the size of the school and the distance from home. But I did look at all those things. I, 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 I had a list of, of things that I wanted in a college and that's kind of how I narrowed it down from mm. there. Um, and also what I could get into because I wasn't some star student in mm. high school. Let's just make that clear. That's <laughs> certainly true for me as well. Um, so did you have a major in mind when you picked your college? Well, I did. So I was an education major and that was actually a five year program. And then you left with your master's degree. So it was a really, really great program and I got into it. Um, and then while I was in my freshman year, I, I really wanted to study abroad and I actually wanted to work for, and I wanted to do the Disney college program way early on. Mm. And I couldn't in that five-year program. So I ended up switching my major to history, which is bleak. And, <laughs> um, and I minored, I had a minor, but then I was able to study abroad and then I was able to, to do the college program afterwards. But after I switched my major, I mean, I could have done a history major anywhere. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I was mm-hmm. that specific school like I was going for, for right. that education program. Um, and that's, I think, later we're probably going to get into, like, tips and just mm-hmm. what we would have done differently. And I'll, we can talk more about it then. But I think picking your major and, and that pristine of the school because of it is definitely something to look for. It might not be the number one party school like West right. Virginia is, but – it, it, it could be really beneficial for you. Yeah. I see. I knew that I wanted to go into school for journalism. So that is another reason why I picked my original college because they were really like they were in New York. Obviously, New York has a lot of news stations mm-hmm. and news outlets and whatnot. So it seems like a good fit and they had a really great program for communication. So, um, it made sense for me to go. And again, I convinced myself that, you know, it was the school. So I did it. Um, but the, the reason I transferred 
was not for academics at yeah, all. Yeah, let's get into that second college decision. When did you transfer? Um, so it was after my sophomore year, uh, junior year, I transferred into Stockton University, which was significantly closer to my hometown. Um, and truly, it didn't really have anything to do with the proximity of the school. I just knew it would be easy to get into. Um, and I already knew friends there. So I was just like, I'm just gonna, like, this is just the school That's I'm gonna so cool. go to. Right. Um, and, Kind of like what you mentioned, the Disney College program, I knew that I wanted to do that and Mm -hmm. I knew that that school endorsed it. So I was like, you know what? It has everything I need. It has journalism as a mate. Or at that time, I actually switched to public relations. So it had a public relations program. So I was like, I'm just going to do it. I don't really care. Um, I should have cared maybe a little bit more because the academic side of it was... You know, not at, like, it definitely wasn't as challenging as my first college. Like, it was, the academics were very meh, and the journalism or PR and communications department was very, like, right. standard, nothing really special about it. Um, but hey, I mean. Do I'm, you regret it, or do you, are you happy that you changed? Oh, I mean, I am so happy I changed, like, for my own personal fun and like mental health right you know like the first college like it was challenging as far as academics go and stuff which was you know good in retrospect but at the time it wasn't you know making me feel good and I was challenged to the point where I was like very upset because I wasn't Mm -hmm. doing fantastic um and you know I wasn't having a great social life either so switching to Stockton was the best decision of my life like I had such a good time once I transferred it was night and day so you would recommend transferring if someone's not enjoying what they're doing oh 100% in fact like I mean this kind of segues into another topic but like I, having transferred, I almost like regret not going to community college first and just getting it done because my junior and senior year was enough partying to last me (laughs) a lifetime. I, I mean, it would have been nice to gone to Stockton from freshman year. I think I would have had so many more amazing memories, but I feel fulfilled. I think I got the college experience in just those two years alone. So had I transferred from a community college into there, um, I would have been fine. I didn't need to go to a private Catholic college in New York and spend the amount of money that I did. Yeah, I know we're going to talk about loans and things like that. It might not be this episode, but definitely another one. And and I, I work in higher ed now down here in Orlando. So I realized that down here in Florida, the high school education system really pushes community college. And then if you don't stay there and finish, then you can transfer over to another college like a UCF or something Mm -hmm. like that. Whereas up north, I don't know about where you are from, but where I'm from, a community college was kind of looked down upon. It was Mm -hmm. kind of like... It, that's a last resort mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very different where you grow up, I think. And and that's a big push here is yeah. economically just go to the community college and spend half the money on your your general courses and then go and decide what you want to do. Because yeah. most people do change their major. I mean, you change your major. I change my major. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's something to look for. You know, we can get into that a little bit later. But I think it's interesting that you – enjoyed your transfer and thought it was worth it. Oh, 
Yeah, 100%. Um, and, and I do know that, like, kind of like what you said, I think that there was a stigma against community college at first, at least for our generation. Mm-hmm. I don't think so much at now, um, because I think that it's become more, uh, like, socially aware how expensive college is. Like, I don't know if it was really, like, ingrained in you, but it really wasn't ingrained in me how expensive college was going to be and how much debt I was really going to rack up, especially trying to explain that to a, you know, 17 or 18 year old as they're applying to these colleges, you know, people would go, you're going to have to take out a loan. And, you know, I'm, you know, okay. Like, you know, especially like I'm about to go off, but Mm. especially because I feel that when we were younger, college was truly marketed to us. Like people told us that we would not be able to find good jobs without college, that Mm -hmm. college was the only way we were going to be able to survive. And that's how our parents were. It was graduate high school and you go to college. And that was the generation before us. And then our our generation, but generation Z, like my brother's generation, Mm -hmm. your sister's generation, it's not like that. They look at things a little bit more practically. Like I can yeah. get a job mm-hmm. without my college degree mm-hmm. or I can do hands-on work yeah. without it. It can help, but right. it might not be the end all be all. Yeah. And I think too, like the way that they marketed mm. college to us, um, I don't know if you had this experience, but when I would go to college orientations or like open houses, they would be like, if you go into this major, you could make up to 80K a year when you graduate and things like that. They told me when I went into my communications major that I could be leaving school with a job that's like 60K starting. 60K starting. Okay. 60K starting is not realistic for communications majors. Just FYI. 60K starting is not really realistic for anything unless you're a nurse or the medical field. I mean, I know. Bachelors of the Arts, you're not making 60K, (laughs) just so you know. So true. So true. Basically, unless you're going into school for engineering, nursing, law, things like that, those are like concrete. Um, But you have to work really hard for those. So, you know, it goes hand in hand. Not that I didn't work hard for my communications major or you didn't work hard for your major, but like... Those ones are the ones that if you definitely want to graduate with a high paying job afterwards, like those are the ones like Mm -hmm. my friend went to school to be an engineer and I'm pretty sure he like left college with 80K in his pocket. Like, well, I think it also goes into people choose majors for different reasons. Mm -hmm. I, I've always said, and I always was raised to make sure that I loved what I do and going into teaching, I knew I wasn't going to make the money that some of my friends made. But I knew I was going to love my job, mm-hmm. whereas some of my friends might have gone into accounting and they don't love accounting. They're good at it, but they knew they were going to make a lot of money. And now that I am 26 and approaching adulthood, I'm like, hmm, money sounds really good right now. <laughs> this this uh, this idea of having a little bit more money in the bank sounds pretty nice, especially amid pandemics and, and stuff, you've got to look at, at least what I tell my students is look at the jobs that are still working, the medical field, they're still working, mm-hmm. lawyers, they're still working, you know, people that are essential employees are still working. So mm-hmm. that's something to consider um, when picking a major of, of what you want to do and what you love. And can you find something that's both with money and your interests? Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I mean, definitely don't recommend going to college just to go or to do a major that you don't find interesting mm-hmm. because it will definitely almost ma- like at least in my 
personal experience, you'll feel like resentment towards it. And like, you'll just be unfulfilled. Like you have to do something that you enjoy. Right. So if you enjoy making money and (laughs) that's going to be what you were specifically driven Mm -hmm. by and passionate about, then maybe one of those majors will work for you. But you know, if you're not necessarily driven by money, then don't go into something that will require a lot of you, you know, and have a big payout because maybe that's not the type of life that you want to drive. Um, so I think it really does just depends, but yeah. And I think for me, again, I, I did look at the, my major, but I also really looked at the environment. I really wanted to go to a D1 school. I wanted the football. I wanted mm-hmm. the quote college experience. And I have countless stories of drinking and friends and sororities and, and all of that stuff that made my college experience. So where I didn't graduate with a major that was putting me directly in line for a career right afterwards, I had to mm-hmm. do a little bit of homework on it. I won't, I don't regret anything that, right. that I did because it's probably, I, I said to my boyfriend, I said, that was the best time of my life. And yeah. then I felt bad that I said that. <laughs> so I had to like redirect it, but it, it really was probably some of the best times of my life. And those are lifelong friends that I'm in their weddings mm-hmm. and they're having babies or, you know, we're going to homecoming games yeah. still. And we're like 2016. It's crazy that I graduated college then. And I still remember it like it was yesterday. So I don't regret any of it. But there might be some things I would have done over and, and thought about <laughs> before <laughs> I, I, I did certain things. Um, I feel like, I don't know. Do you have any, like, your most memorable story from college that you just love or? Oh, my gosh. I mean, there are, like you said, so many stories. And I don't regret any experience that I had. Like, truly, my... Uh, my college experience was also the best time of my yeah. life. Like I, I've gone through a lot of things in my life that have been like the best time right, of my quote, life, right. you know? Um, but college was definitely one of them. Like I have some really great friends that I still talk to from college. Like my roommates are my life. I love them. Um, and oh God, the stories, the memories, I, my college was only 20 minutes away from Atlantic City. Oh, Um, okay. So for those of us who are from the North may recognize that Atlantic City is like. Basically Vegas, but Northeast. Right, exactly. Casinos and all that. So 20 minutes, people, from a college, okay? Boardwalk, Jersey Shore, vibe. Oh, yeah. I mean, our Friday nights, like once we all turned 21 and could go to the bar, we stopped going to frat parties and started going to the casinos. That's like, so cool. That's literally what we would do is we would all get in the party bus. <laughs> yes, the party bus. Uh, or they called it the drunk bus. Oh, hell yeah. We had a drunk bus too. And you yeah. best believe, yes, that's, I'm going to tell that story after this. Let's, let's hear yours first. <laughs> well, I don't have a specific story in mind because there are so many flushing to my mind, but the drunk bus alone was an experience. And I'm sure you can attest oh to my that gosh, as well. Yeah. I mean, whether we were going to a house party, a frat party, soccer house, like wherever it may be, right. Atlantic City. Not the soccer It house. was <laughs> not the soccer <laughs> house. <laughs> but wherever we went, the drunk bus was the like pre-party to the party oh i mean like it <laughs> it was the pre-pre-party because the pre-pre-pre-party right. was dorm. at the dorm right um which 
let's get this straight too. My college experience was significantly different than anyone else I've ever met because when I transferred into Stockton, there were so many transfer students. They didn't have enough housing for us. So they actually rented out an entire hotel down the road from our college and put all the transfer students inside the hotel. So three stories. So you had a hotel room as your thing? My dorm room was a hotel room. Oh, that's bougie. I had a king size bed. Oh, that's real bougie. Out my bedroom had a jacuzzi size tub that could fit like 10 people in it. Okay. We had a pool inside the hotel that we could use. Like, do you know the damage that my college would have done if we would have had that? That would have been the damage that we caused. And mind you, we're all transfer students. None of us really know each other. So we're all just trying to get to know one another. And because we're transfer students, we all transferred into the school a week before classes even started. So we just had one single week of getting to know one another. I can't believe you had it. Wait, let's just rewind. You had a king size bed? A king size bed. You don't even have a king now. I know. (laughs) And you share it with somebody. I know. But a king (laughs) size bed to myself wow okay i mean i shared the room with another girl you had a boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) so let's just put that out there yeah um it was a time like when i tell you my junior year before i did the college program i was drunk at least a minimum of five nights a week. That's excellent. Five nights a week. Because we were all like, and there was just, there was one RA for the entire hotel. Like, I mean, it was truly a entire hotel. Mm -hmm. That's. It was, I mean, maybe there was another one, but we never saw that other one. There was one on our floor and we were like pretty chill with him. He was kind of like. I was super chill with my freshman RA too. Yeah. He didn't care. Yeah. Tip. If you're going to go into college and have an RA, be friends with them. Right. Or be the RA. My mom always tried to make me the RA and I should have probably done it. And she'll, if she listens to this, she'll like that I am giving her kudos, but either be the RA or be friends with the RA because that can get you far. Yep. 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 Be friends with higher people. That's. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. I didn't have as bougie of a, of a freshman year. I slept in a nice single springboard mattress Mm -hmm. shared it with somebody i actually switched roommates halfway through um and that's a different topic that i'll get into because i have loads to say on that but i switched roommates halfway through and the the my freshman year the roommate i ended up with she's awesome um she's also from long island Mm -hmm. so obviously we get along um but we just I think my favorite just overall memory of college from all four years is just hanging out with friends. It was almost just one big sleepover all the time. Mm. Especially my last two years, I lived in a sorority house. So there was like 30 of us in a house. We had a chef. We had someone who cleaned for us. Mm -hmm. Like we were living large. So that I would say just hanging out and, and being with them and coming home drunk together and just... Mm-hmm. The pictures that I have on my phone mm-hmm. are damaging <laughs> to, to, to people. So it's just <laughs> career this, ending. Yeah. It's just this almost bond. And it is outside even the, the sorority. It is like a sisterhood. It's so weird, but it's just this bond that you have with college friends mm-hmm. of like, 
we've seen you pretty much at your worst and we're still here. So that's how you really know who your real (laughs) friends are. I have, I I will tell you this one during in Virginia, I found out with that when I was with my two college friends that I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's on an Android or just iPhones, but whoever your, whatever your contact picture is, if you share that contact, that's going to be their picture if they keep the contact. So one of my friends has a, funny drunk picture of me that I probably wouldn't want everyone to to see and it's her contact picture of me which is fine I don't care but because she has shared that contact with her now husband and with our other friends now husband that's also their picture in their phone of me so that's awesome and I found that out over the weekend which is hilarious because the one guy brought it up to me and was like, Hey, Ashley, remember when you uh, were laying in bed and you had that thing? And I was like, sure do. He <laughs> said, that's on my phone. And I said, Oh, great, Brandon. I'm so glad that when I call you, that's what pops up. Awesome. Um, but, but yeah, things like that, I would say are probably my favorite, just hanging out and just mm-hmm. the silliness that you yes. could do when you're in college and have an excuse for it of being I'm in college. You know, you're not an adult anymore. Yes, I totally agree. Like, um, I literally just was messaging one of my, like, ride or die college friends. Um, him and I, like, he was one of my first friends when I transferred and we always got into like shenanigans and we were reminiscing about one time when we went to Atlantic City. We went, there's a bar called the pool at night or some, or or at dark. Pool after dark? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. It's something, the pool at night, pool at dark, pool after dark, whatever the case is. We're in a a pool and it's dark. Right, exactly. (laughs) That's what we know. There's a pool inside this club (laughs) in Atlantic City. It's super bougie. And we went there for his birthday or a friend's birthday. And I think it was his birthday. And they had like cow floaties in the pool. Uh, And I took uh, off my heels and went into the pool to try and grab the floaty. And like a few other people started stripping like from uh, our group and like started to get into the pool. We got kicked out. It was a whole thing that's excellent but um i was just messaging him and we were like doing the same thing of reminiscing, reminiscing and yeah. being like oh my god do you remember yeah. ah, or like we're just reminiscing on all the dumb things that you do in those right. youthful years right it's a different kind of bond i think that you have with you because like i said earlier they see they've seen you at your worst mm-hmm. and they're still chilling with you so it's like you can't really get rid of me as much as you don't like me <laughs> or as much as we're not getting along or we live in separate states I will end you. right it's like i'm here and i'm here to stay kind <laughs> of thing so i think i don't know for me i would never change the college experience i had it truly was you know, sorry to say it, James, but probably the best time of my life. Yeah. Um, and I just loved it. You know, I, I was very fortunate to have parents that supported me. I didn't have to get a job if I didn't want to. I mm-hmm. did for extra money my senior year, but I didn't have to. Um, so I know that my, my college experience is, is very different than a lot of people's college experience, different than yours even, because I was very fortunate in, in the financial aspect of it, mm-hmm. um, which might have helped my experience because I, you know, was able to just live life, which is awesome. Um, But now working at the college I do now, I realize that I am how fortunate I was, just like you were saying about the loans, not really understanding at 17, 
the gravity of having to take those loans. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how fortunate I was until I started working at my college. Like, wow, I really, really lucked out. So Mm -hmm. thanks mom and dad for that. Um, Money didn't go to waste. (laughs) I did graduate with a degree. I do have a good job. I, I utilize a degree. There is something to be said about having an associate's or a bachelor's degree or above. Mm -hmm. Um, There definitely is value in it, but I think, I think for me, I would recommend choosing a college for the program, but also for everything else, for the environment, for your experience, Mm -hmm. for the weather, for Mm -hmm. the distance from home and transportation. Mm -hmm. That's my biggest takeaway from college is pick what you want to do because it's four years of your life that, you know, you're not going to get back. Yeah. I also think like I just had a thought pop up as well of, you know, I feel like Some people who don't get that, you know, experience of like being young and dumb, thirst for it after a certain period of time, like they really want to experience that ability of like just being young and experiencing life and you don't need to go freaking crazy to the wall right right. but like you just want to have that experience of like living a carefree fun you know life and i think college definitely can be that time frame Mm -hmm. to do that so you know while academics are super important like you were saying like look at the full picture and think about it like do you want to live like have that experience because now that is definitely the time to, to do, do it, it right. you know, because once you start gearing up towards life after college, it's just, it's not yeah, as life, possible. Yeah, that's a big oh shit moment for me, <laughs> quite frankly. When I was graduating, I luckily, luckily, I had already landed the Disney College program mm. by like February of my senior year. So I was chilling the rest of my senior year because I knew that Disney wasn't going to kick me out and I knew I was going to graduate. So I didn't, I did not care. But for though, if I hadn't had that opportunity with Disney, I would have really struggled, I think, because I, I don't, I didn't have advice. I went to a very large school. So I didn't have some advisor that was helping me. I didn't have job placement assistance. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't have that help. And it might have been because I wasn't seeking it because I had Disney. So I wasn't like, okay, let me go try to find out what I'm going to do with a history degree. I remember before I had the Disney interview, I was looking up jobs with a history major with Mm -hmm. with some of my sorority sisters. And one of them was locksmith at the Smithsonian. And Mm -hmm. that's been this long running joke that I'm just going to become some locksmith with my bachelor's (laughs) degree at the Smithsonian. And honestly, (laughs) honestly, I was considering it. Um, But luckily, the the Disney thing pulled through. But then once I stopped working for Disney, I was like, what am I going to do with this degree? It's not like it lined me up for something immediately after like a nursing or life law school. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I have this history degree. I know I'm good with people. What the heck am I doing with it? And I feel like that's something I'd recommend for people to look for. Even if you have an internship lineup, even if you have something already, Mm -hmm. either find out your job placement assistance for your student services or make connections with your professors so that they can help you with like alumni associations and things like that after, Mm -hmm. because that's very valuable Mm -hmm. when you get into the real world, because you're not a college student anymore. You've now graduated. And I feel like the expectation is it's time to work. Yeah. And I think too, like one of the things that I've seen 
people do um, is they graduate college and they just expect a job to land in their hands. In a lab, yeah. Right. And that's not the case. <laughs> like, no, I can. I, I am no. telling you, if you expect that a degree is just going to be the end all be all of yeah. you being qualified for a job, it's definitely get in not. line. Get in right. line. Especially because college, like I said, it was marketed to us. So, so many people have college degrees now yes. that it's almost as you have frequent to, right. as a high school degree. You know, it's just, it's expected for right. you to have one. It's nothing, you know, it's an accomplishment, but it's not as, you know, rare as it may have once been. Um, so, it's really important that as you begin to think about graduating, that you start to think about those plans of what am I doing after this, you know, mm-hmm. and come up with that game plan, at least, you know, start brainstorming it. So that way you have an idea of what to do. Yeah, I, um, I feel like I <laughs> You need to have things that set you apart. So that's why I was, I had a minor. I minored in leadership. I did study abroad. I won a scholarship for it. So all of those things you can put on your resume. I know you got a certification during the quarantine. So like Mm -hmm. certified, doing the certifications and things like that are also really helpful because like you were saying, almost, I would say, I don't even know the figures. I guess we should have, we could have figured that out, but most Mm -hmm. people have a college degree, like you were saying these days. So you've got to stand apart and, College is fun and I have tons of stories I could tell job recruiters, but they might not necessarily want to hear, <laughs> you know, how West Virginia had drunk breakfast for their kid, their, their students. They would literally provide breakfast until three in the morning for the drunk people. And mm-hmm. it was, I don't know what I would eat sometimes, but it was darn good so that yeah. you could go get on, get on the bus and go back to your dorms. But oh, well, they that's literally fantastic. drunk breakfast and it was the best thing of my life. So. And I will say that I will say West Virginia, since I have been there, has tried to curve their party Partying. school reputation. It's not drunk breakfast anymore. It's called like up all night or something. And they provide like games and bounce houses. And it's like, okay, where are the nachos? <laughs> um, so, so I do miss that a little bit. Um, but those things you're not going to tell someone who's trying to hire you. Like I had drunk <laughs> breakfast at 3 a.m. Like go me, you know, you, you have to set yourself apart a little bit. So, I don't know. I thought that you would. Listen, <laughs> the locksmith job is still available, I think. So I, you know what? No, but it, set, do things that set yourself apart. That's not, even if it's traveling yeah. and doing things in the state of your school, yeah. try new things. Cause you can put that all on your resume. Oh yeah. And truth, like truly you can really make your resume shine with just like look, even projects that you do in school. Like I had to do an internship from in order to graduate. Um, and there were very limited internships within what I wanted to do specifically in my area. Um, so the school actually provided an internship at the school, which was like, <laughs> not fantastic. <laughs> um, I worked for our school's radio station and I did like marketing for them. But you know what? It like did enough yeah. for me to be like, look, I did something. That's you know? how it was for my sorority. And here's another little tip. Listen to your parents. At least that's my advice. I wasn't going to enjoy- join my sorority. And then my mom 
hardcore guilt tripped me into going to their like last night yeah to see them and basically made me feel like a piece of shit that I oh, wasn't gonna wow. go and and then I did and I loved it and and that was became my life starting my sophomore year when I joined but I can put that on my resume and there's like my sorority is national so they have alumni associations and if I'm looking for a job and there was somebody that was a pie five, which was my sorority, then they might have a connection. So mm. go out and do clubs, you know, even if yeah. you don't want to quote pay for your friends, even though you're not, LOL. go do you clubs. You salty. Well, you know what? I, yes. Why it, did you decide to go for a sorority in the be- first place? Okay. Because I wanted to have a group of people that might, like, like I said, my school was huge. We had like 300 plus in, in our classrooms. So I liked my group of friends, my freshman year floor, all of us were friends, which is very rare. So I really liked that. But I wanted to branch out. I, I, I grew up in a small town. I was tired of that vibe. I wanted to have a big group of friends. And mm-hmm. even if you didn't join the sorority, like I have friends that I met through my, you know, group that didn't even join the same sorority that I did, but mm-hmm. we're still friends. Mm-hmm. So things like that. And, and also it leads, it just leads to a lot. It leads to leadership positions mm-hmm. and um, just mentoring opportunities. And it, I just loved it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, people will say you pay for your friends and like, yeah, we do pay, but like that goes to the house and like the chef. Yeah. I mean, like that's that. just, I think that's just like a, Thing petty people say yeah, because they're salty. That, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you're just mad, right? You're just mad that you didn't join. Oh my god, no, I'm not like that. I'm also not the typical sorority girl. I yeah. might sound like it, Honestly, but I'm really not. I feel like it, genuinely, in my experience, most girls in sororities are not like that. Right. Like I, at least in my experience, like of course there's like that one sorority. I feel at every or like school a that, couple of groups in each sorority that yeah are like that, that really like try to drive it home. Like right. they're really living that life, trying mm-hmm. to portray that you know specific image. Um, but yeah, I think that, I think that most people you know don't have that experience. But I tried to do a sorority. I really did. <laughs> yeah, but it just didn't work out for me. But you wanted to. But I think no, you, I did. You I, said I, your parents were like no. Well, yeah. So I mean. Back to Iona days. Um, Iona, to caveat this whole conversation, Iona is super strange in the sense that all of our sororities are not like national sororities. Right, they're like academic sororities and things like that. No, they're not. They're made up. Like, that's oh. all I can say is that they're made up, which everyone, if anyone listening to this goes to Iona yeah. and is in a sorority, we're they're not, coming for me. Yeah, we're not going to have They're any really going to come this. for me because, um, you're I shitting just on call them. them made up. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, it's true. Um, the sororities there only exist there. It's like someone one day woke up and was like, I'm going to make a sorority, you know, beta pi chi or something. And they just make it. And it just is there. Now, they have tons of traditions and roots because they've been there for basically as long as the school's been open. So, like, you're talking hundreds of sisters and whatnot but it's not like if i were to put it on my resume people be like that's cute (laughs) like what is that (laughs) so i don't even tell people that i was in one because usually they always go "Mm, what's (laughs) already (laughs) and 
questions I don't know how to answer because I feel like I'm like, well what was the sorority I didn't know you actually joined spill the deets now no, and I, I hope you, not. I hope you piss them off so bad too when you trust say me it. when I quit I pissed them off so much they were partially the reason I left <laughs> so oh. I will not be saying that Raquel name was blacklisted but that's why you really switched I got you I well it's not really but it definitely <laughs> was a contributing factor um no but good. they uh I'm not going to say the name of the sorority if someone really wants to know for some reason they can message me <laughs> but or me because she'll tell me later yeah but. um but the sororities there are all like made up, like I said. So they, because of that, well, so because of that, they can get away with a lot more than, mm. you know, a national sorority could because they're not held to like the same standards or, you know, regulations right. that other places are. So my, I, I, I went, I rushed, um, I got into one. I loved them. I thought they were fantastic. They vibed with me really well. I vibed with them. Um, the, orientation experience was fantastic it was my stripper experience did i ever tell you that story no how am i just hearing this with everybody else oh well everyone sit back enjoy Um, the night after they told me that i got into it um they had all of the pledges come to their house and i use that with air quotations for all those listening because it was like just a random house it wasn't an actual house you know because good (laughs) anyway Went there, um, had super fun. They got us super drunk. And uh, all of a sudden, we weren't supposed to say anything because pledging, you're not supposed to drink right. or anything like that. Right. So they got us super drunk. They were like, don't tell anyone. The blah, 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 Big secret. Okay. Of course, we all got plastered because they're shoving alcohol down our throat. And all of a sudden, the president comes downstairs in the basement and is like, one of you told someone, someone the dean of the sorority association is here and he wants to speak with you guys. So you guys better sober up. Like, okay, great. So me, because I am a psychopath, sobered up so quickly. Like (laughs) I was so drunk and I, within seconds was fine. But the other girls were all like literally shitting their pants. That would be me. Um, We go upstairs, all the sisters in the house, which there's like 40-ish of them. that's typical. They're all sitting around. The lights are off. They have chairs lined up. Oh. Yeah. We all sit down in the chairs and the president's like, all right, Dean is about to come talk to you guys. All of a sudden, some freaking music pops on like Wild Wild West music and a guy in a cowboy hat pops out of nowhere. Oh, I love that. And just whoosh, <gasps> rips off his clothes and starts whoosh, like grinding Ooh. on all of us. We had to take body shots off of him. It was uh-huh. a whole experience. That's Yep. Something. Yep. And that was my very first night. So I was like, this is fun. Like, I love this. Right. This is great. Um, but the rest of the experience was not as fun for me. Like, it was just really tough. I won't get into all this gory details, but, um, they gory were really... with the stripper or like college, you mean? No, like with the sorority oh, okay. in general. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, what are those details? <laughs> yeah. Gory details with the stripper. That's fine. Um, but no, so like the pledging experience was just really, really tough. I did not enjoy the experience. It really pushed me mentally. Um, I was afraid to go on my phone at one point because I was just getting harassed every five seconds. Wow. So I like it got really bad to the point where like my parents came and picked me up from college. I didn't go to school for two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then I decided like I was telling my parents that I didn't want to go or that I should keep going through with it. And then 
on the opposite end, they were like, no, this is pushing you to the mental, like, breaking point. Right. You can't do it anymore. Like, you really need to quit. So I went back to school. I quit. And then they tormented me. Wow. So I was like, mm, okay. So you're done with that then. That's when you were finally like, I'm done. Peace. Well, it's funny because I wasn't, like, totally done with, like, Greek life. Like, I, when I transferred to Stockton, I would have totally joined another sorority because I truly don't think that all sororities or Greek life experiences are like the one that I had. I just think that those girls took advantage of the situation and the, you know, ability that they had to run with their freedom. You were going to say bitches, weren't you? Mm, Maybe. Yeah, I saw it. Bitches. Uh, (laughs) No, but I understand because uh, people would always say that to me about rushing and, um, Oh my gosh, the hazing and all mm-hmm. of that stuff. So, you know, it's, it's kind of an unspoken thing. I was in a pretty lucky situation, so I won't get into it, but definitely it's, you've got to find, if you are going to go look for Greek life, definitely really look for not always just the, like the people who are the most fun or have this reputation or that reputation, like really look for who you vibe with mm-hmm. because it really can benefit you. I mean, I, I, both of the girls who I visited this weekend, I was in their weddings, you know, we're going to be like, they were in your sorority and they were in my sorority. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and, and I have other friends in that sorority for, too. I talk to every day, but you're going to make friends, um, that can be lifelong friends, you know, right. if you're in a, the right situation. Right. And I, I totally agree. Even the girls, like I didn't hate everyone in that sorority. Like there were girls that I really vibed with and I was low key really sad when mm-hmm. I quit because I knew that the relationship was going to be tarnished. Um, but yeah, I did really enjoy some of them. So I think it's totally capable. I mean, overall, I would say my college experience, 10 out of 10 wouldn't change it for the world. And if I could go back and it would be the exact same, I would do it. Mm-hmm. But I know that not everyone has that situation. So big takeaway for me, guys, is do what makes you happy. Look at every aspect of college, you know, from the cost and loans all the way to the environment and the people and make your decision based off of that. Cause that's, that's a really pivotal four years in your life. You're, mm-hmm. you're transitioning from puny high schooler to young adult. So you got to do what you, what's going to make you happy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the college experience can definitely make some everlasting memories for you. Um, but those memories are not going to be what get you, you know, a career and right. set you up for life. So it's really important to, you know, have fun, but also realize that, you know, especially if you're spending money on this experience the way that I did, like, don't waste that money by just, you know, caring about the social aspect of college. Um, make sure that you are taking care of, you know, those internships and those academic, you know, projects that will help set you apart when it comes to finding a job because truthfully that is what college is there for it's to help you for a career a career afterwards and trust me in order to adult properly you definitely need a career Mm -hmm. and it doesn't need to be one that requires a college degree um but you need something yeah because times be hard and you know you definitely i think it too right now especially with like covid and the pandemic and stuff like we're seeing it more and more like kind of like what you were saying earlier with like the specific degrees that people are still you know having a job um it's really important that you're consistently striving to better yourself and set yourself apart in order to 
land these jobs, keep these jobs, you know, and be unique and different in your role. And still have fun. Still have fun doing right. it. You're 18 or 17 when you're making these decisions. So you're not going to know everything. Right. And that's why we put it on our attempting to adult because these are just our opinions and, mm-hmm. and thoughts on it. Um, but for me, it's a good, happy medium. You right. got to find a good, happy medium or else you might just be miserable on both ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one wants misery anymore. <laughs> and I think too, like another thing to just end on is that whatever you go to school for isn't like the set in stone and what be you need to right. do for the rest of your life. Honestly, most jobs don't care what you got in school. Unless just, it was a one for a career like a nursing or like a Right. Like, school. you know, if you went to school for, you know, nursing or to be a doctor and now you're trying to be, you know, the next editor in chief at New York Times, right. I don't think they're going to be like, okay. Right. <laughs> but a college degree is a college degree mm-hmm. and you can usually transfer those, it. you know, Values, degrees, yeah. you know, to other. I mean, look at you. Like you mm-hmm. went for history and now you're in education. Right. And, you know those things that you learned in college definitely helped, you know, bring you to where you totally. are now. Yeah. Um, and me too. I mean, I went for public relations and I know that there's not like a necessarily hard to find line between public relations and marketing, but I did not learn marketing in college. Right. Like I had to learn all that in the field. Um, once I actually got a job within that career. Path. Yeah. A lot of hands-on experience. Once you graduate, you're going to learn a lot more about what you want to do and what you don't want to do. Yeah. Which again, not to bring up another point is why it's so important to get that experience while you're in college, because it does really help you get an idea of, do I actually like this role? Yeah. Like, do I like what I'm doing right now? Because it, it, can be challenging when you do a career or you think you have a career in mind, you go to college for it, you graduate, then you get a job and you realize, I don't like this. Like try and get that experience early on so you can figure out or watch YouTube videos or something. Right. Like really like do your research on the career path that you think that you want and make sure that you do genuinely want it because kind of like we've been touching on, like Mm -hmm. if you don't like it, it's going to feel like I tell my students that every single day, is this really what you want to do? Can you really see yourself doing this? Mm -hmm. Because that is going to be what it is. My mom says, and and then we can end on this with with my mom's words of wisdom. Um, She always would say to me when it's 6am and your alarm goes off and you swing your legs over the bed, what is getting you out of bed? That is what you have to look at because it's not, you're not going to love it every single day. You're not, it's not going to be your favorite thing all the time. So what is going to get you out of bed to get you excited to go even on your worst days? And that's, I feel like how you should make your decision. Yeah. Mike drop on that. And with that said, <laughs> we're done. We're done. Another long episode. Thanks for tuning in for 50 minutes. <laughs> See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.